Hello and welcome to another podcast from my Laser Focus Positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I am here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel a little bit more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. Before I discuss today's topic, let me just remind you or let you know if you're new to my channel that if you'd like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle them on a forthcoming show. And if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music, what with me being a musician amongst other things by trade, then you can do so via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Stewie Songs. And both my email address and the web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. So today's show is entitled Strive for Progress, Not Perfection. And this is yet another topic which resonates with me. So I'm going to talk about this today. And it resonates with me because many areas of my life, in many areas of my life, I've sought perfection, not progress. It's only in recent times, really, the last year or two, where I've started to seek, you know, progress as opposed to perfection. For example, from the age of 11, when I was coached at snooker, for those of you who don't know what snooker is, I talk about this occasionally. It's a little bit, I suppose, the closest sport to snooker would be pool. I was coached at snooker from the age of 11 until I was about 13, and I was fiercely competitive. And and unless I beat virtually everyone that I played against, this includes the adults, I did beat most of them, but unless I beat virtually everybody, I used to feel annoyed with myself. And my best results came in my 20s when I wasn't quite as good at snooker because I was now a working man. I couldn't actually practice at weekends a lot of the time because of other things I had going on. but I was actually more successful when I stopped setting myself. I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I stopped setting myself realistic, uh, unrealistic expectations. Okay. So I knew in my twenties that I wasn't as good because I wasn't, you know, as well practiced, but my results were far better. I worked on my psychology. I stopped throwing my toys out of the pram when I played bad shots. I, you know, mastered that kind of poker face if you if you will so when my opponent was walking around the table I'd see them sometimes have a little glance at me and even though inside sometimes I was annoyed with myself for a bad shot that I'd played I remained poker face I worked on the psychology side of it but you know for the most part I didn't set myself such unrealistic expectations I accepted that I could lose to anybody regardless of what skill level they're at and the flip and that in turn, I seem to beat virtually everybody. I seem to remember I had one season when I won 32 out of 35 matches. Similarly, when I moved to Scotland and eventually appointed myself as our new gardener, my goal was always to have our gardening resembling something from the Chelsea Flower Show. My UK listeners will know what that is. And uh, until I accept, until I accepted how unrealistic this was due to the size of our garden, we live in a I don't own the property. My partner owns it, but it's quite a large, um, we have quite a large garden and it's unrealistic for me, you know, to be able to have it looking like something out of the Chelsea flower show when I'm a one man band and I have how many other, given how many other jobs I have. And when I subsequently started trading, because I trade the financial markets, my goal initially was always to conquer the financial markets. I think most people set out who learned to trade set out with the idea of conquering the financial markets something which I now know isn't possible. I now teach people to trade by, by way of the videos, 
the tutorial videos which I make via TradingView. And I know from my experience that conquering the markets just isn't realistic because the market is constantly evolving. So as we try and conquer the market, you know, the other market participants are trying to, you know, alter their strategies, alter the way they do things, or time their entries a little bit better. And of course, ever so slightly, the market starts to evolve. So you cannot conquer something. How can you conquer something which is constantly evolving? You just have to evolve with it. That's the best you can do. And all doing this used to do, so when I used to try and conquer the markets, all doing this used to do is leave me feeling over. And when I used to do all the the same with snooker and with gardening all you know trying to be perfect in these fields used to do is leave me feeling overwhelmed and like i'd constantly underachieved but when you don't put such pressure pressure on yourself you'll edge closer to the perfection you seek because you'll be focusing on the process which will get you there or get you closer to it and not on the destination itself you know if you constantly focus on where you're trying to get to you know you're not your eyes aren't on the pavement and you might trip over something. That's kind of the same thing, you know, to get to a destination, you need to be, have an eye on the ball. You need to be looking where your feet are going so that you don't trip over stuff. That's an analogy I like to use. And as a side effect of the process, you're more likely to reach your desired outcome. And this is something which Mark Hutchinson, who taught me how to trade, talks about a lot. In fact, his book, he released a book recently and uh, he hasn't asked me to plug this. I'm not affiliated with him anymore. But his book is entitled The Side Effect, and it's named this uh, the side effect for this very reason, because he talks about essentially that, this, you know, have the right processes in place for success and the success you seek will happen as a side effect of those processes. So hence that title. And if you don't put such pressure on yourself, you won't think so many negative thoughts. And if you don't think such negative thoughts, I'm constantly thinking about the ripple effect of everything. If you don't think such negative thoughts, you'll obviously focus on positive outcomes and your mind will be clearer, helping you to visualize a realistic outcome for your efforts, a realistic positive outcome for your efforts. And then, as I say all the time, you'll then be hardwiring your subconscious to make it happen because where you're visualizing these, you know, this these positive outcomes for your efforts, you ingrain it, you're programming your subconscious, and then your subconscious starts to prompt your conscious mind to do things which are in alignment with what you're visualizing. This is, you know, there's so much science behind this. I talk about this all the time. One day I'll do a podcast just about science, but trust me, that that is what I've found to be true, regardless of the science behind it. When I went to the snooker club for the first time in years, two days ago, so I went for my first practice session, I did this because, as I said, trading the financial markets is primarily a question of psychology. And when I was visiting my family recently uh, down south in England, I played American pool with an old school friend of mine. And afterwards, I felt so focused and it was exactly the state of mind that ideally you need to be in when you're trading the financial markets. So this gave me the idea of, you know, starting to play snooker again after many years away from the game because it's you know pretty similar in many respects. And um, so I went to the snooker club a couple of days ago for the first time in years and I expected nothing. And sure enough, with the aid of some coaching in my younger days, I hit a 41 break. That might not mean much to people who don't play snooker or have never watched it before, which I don't think for someone so out of practice, for someone who's literally not played for many years, was a pretty bad return for my efforts. I didn't expect nothing. I knew that I was good, certainly in my younger days. I knew that I'd been coached. I knew you know, how to play the game. 
So I didn't expect nothing. And a 41 break is not a bad return on investment, I don't think. Similarly, when I'm in the garden now, I have a clearer picture of what I want our garden to look like because I'm not putting such pressure on myself to, you know, to have to have it looking the way that is unrealistic. And although I'm still some way off achieving what I'd like our garden garden to look like, I know that slowly and steadily I will make it happen because I can visualize it because my mind is more focused. And since since I stopped trying to conquer the financial markets, in quotation marks, I've been consistently profitable. So pretty much around about the time when I stopped trying to conquer the markets and I just accepted, okay, the market constantly evolves. All I can do is evolve with it and learn learn from my mistakes. I've been consistently profitable. So I encourage you to take a step back if you feel disillusioned by your pursuit of perfection or in your pursuit of perfection. This will allow you to focus on how far you've come and not so much on where you'd like to be. I think, especially in society, today's society, I think we focus too much on where we're not and not on where we are as a result of how far we've come. Okay, so give yourself a pat on the back. It's really important. You know, there's nothing wrong with reward. Reward yourself. Reward yourself if you've made progress, if you've made whether you've made tangible progress or not, but certainly if you have made tangible progress and, and you know, you know that you've made progress, reward yourself for it and give yourself a pat on the back. Don't beat yourself up too much about, you know, where you're not. And hopefully this, this will allow you to focus on how far you've come yet, not so much on where you'd like to be. And hopefully my story today or my stories have shown you how what we focus on helps determine our outcomes. That is about it from me for now, folks. I hope you've taken some value from today's show. And if you've enjoyed this podcast or this style of podcasting, then please give me a follow. Please rate this podcast if you've the option to do so. I believe that helps it, my podcast and my channel to rank in search results. And please share this podcast or my channel out so that I can affect and improve as many people's lives as possible. And just a reminder before I go that if you'd like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. I've had four emails so far, but unfortunately three of them have been about matters which are not related to you know what I try and encourage people to email me about, which is a bit of a shame. I'm not interested in buying books off people. I'm not interested in, you know, comparing knitting patterns or whatever it was that someone was emailing me about. But I am interested in helping people with their problems. I have had one person email me about their problems and I did discuss it on a show. But all the other garbage, not interested in that. I want to keep, as well as keeping you guys focused, I want to keep myself focused as well. So I just completely blank all that and I just focus on, you know, what I'm trying to focus on. And I will endeavor to tackle these issues if you email me them. Um, on a forthcoming show and give you my objective perspective. And if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music, then you can do so, as I said, via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Dewey songs. And as I said at the start of the show, both my email address and the web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. But that's it from me for now, folks. I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. But for now, have a great day. Stay positive and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much for listening.